How many of us have ever had a wondering? Have you ever had a wondering? My boss's former principal that she worked for for several years used to say to people, I have a wondering. And she would typically say that when she was about ready to give somebody, you know, heck for something that they had done. But she, instead of getting angry or getting frustrated, she would come about it from the standpoint of being curious. I have a wondering about something that happened. Can you help me understand how this uh, took place? And I wondered as we begin this new year, what if in 2022, we developed this gift of wonder. This gift of wondering instead of making a judgment. A gift of wondering instead of getting angry or getting cross with someone. Wondering. And you know, kids do this very well. We can look at children and see how they're always filled with this wonder and this curiosity. And sometimes when we stop being curious, we start moving to judgment, and we might get angry with somebody or cross with somebody, and yet if we stay in that wondering phase, we just continue to maybe ask more questions and get more information, and in doing that, sometimes we avoid getting angry or getting frustrated with that person. Well, I want to tell you the story this afternoon <clears throat> about a seven-year-old boy. Uh, he lives in Texas. And he had a wondering. And that wondering occurred when he saw a man in his community holding up a sign that said, hungry, please help. And he began to wonder about that. And he wondered why this man was hungry and why he was holding this sign and why someone in his community would have this problem of not having enough to eat. And so he began to wonder about that. He wondered why this was. And he wondered what he could do, perhaps, to help. And he began to feel this deep compassion in his heart for not only this man, but people in his community who didn't have enough to eat. And so this little seven-year-old boy started a club or a group called Frogs. Friends Reaching Our Goals, Frogs. And he got together with some of his friends, and they started out with lemonade stands and yard sales and different things that they could do to raise money. And that money that they raised, they gave to their local food shelf, and so they were in that way able to kind of help with this problem of hunger. Well, then they developed a relationship with the boys and girls clubs, and so they got more kids involved. They were very excited to be part of this club and to be part of doing this beautiful community service that he was doing. Well, another wonder came along a little while later. He learned that there was kind of a desert, there was kind of a pocket in the community where people didn't get fresh fruits or vegetables. And he became concerned about that and he wondered, is there something we could do to help with this problem. Well, he came up with a concept called the Dinner Club. And what they would do is once a month, they would have a catered meal that they would serve in the community. And people would come and enjoy that meal together. And he would recruit some more kids to uh, help with his program. And it became very popular. 
I want to tell you that this young man at seven years old, starting out with this wondering and this idea, developed this into quite a large enterprise. He's now 14 years old, and to date, they have served over 750,000 hungry people in that community in Texas. Here's his motto. See a need, make a plan, gather friends, change the world. See a need, make a plan, gather friends, change the world. My wife, Anne, is a teacher. She teaches both in St. Paul Public Schools and she also runs a child care center. And as you might imagine, COVID is just spreading like crazy. And so the child care center has been a kind of a hotbed with uh, COVID cases. And so she decided on Friday that she was going to close down the infant room because they had had COVID in other places and she was concerned for the safety of the infants. And as she communicated this, uh, one of the parents called her and she was asking about that. She had planned to bring her baby that day and Anne said, no, you know, we're not going to open the infant room and because of this COVID. And the mother was sort of unhappy with her. And this morning, my wife got a text from this parent thanking her for what she did because her baby ended up testing positive for COVID. And so if the baby had come, obviously they would have infected other people. But that occurred as a result of a wondering. This afternoon, we have this beautiful story of the wedding at Cana. And this story is so rich with so much symbolism. There's like a million different ways to go with this story. But as I was thinking about this story and I was thinking about this little boy, I saw this beautiful correlation. So we know in the story of the wedding at Cana that Mother Mary identifies a problem, a need. She says they have no wine. See a need. She goes on to make a plan and she says, to uh, those around her, do whatever he tells you. She says that to the waiters, do whatever he tells you, that's the plan. Well then Jesus begins to gather friends, right? He says, take these stone jars and fill them with water and, and, and bring them back here. And we know what happened next. This beautiful Eucharistic miracle happens where Jesus prays over these jars of water and they turn into the finest, choicest wine. Change the world. Jesus makes the new wine, the choice wine, the wine that will never, ever fail. The story of the wedding at Cana is the story of a wise Jewish mother and her divine son and how they changed the world by one simple act. Mary saw a need, a very obvious, simple need. They ran out of wine. You see, in Jesus' time, people would go to these weddings and they would travel maybe for several days to get there. 
dusty and dirty and, and whatever, and they'd arrive. And so it was very important to offer hospitality to people when they came. Wine was a very important component of that hospitality. The wine having run out would mean that the party would probably end fairly quickly. People would start going off. And Mother Mary knew that, and she didn't want that for this couple. She wanted them to be able to enjoy their wedding day. And she knew that Jesus could fix this problem. Now, Jesus saw something different. Mary saw a need and a way to fix it. Jesus saw an opportunity to change the world. Here were his disciples gathered around. All these people at this wedding. This was his first public miracle, and it changed the world forever. You see, the water at Cana became the new wine, this choice wine that never fails. And then if we go forward just three years, Jesus is at Calvary, and as his side is pierced, that blood and water flows from his side to heal the world. And in a very symbolic way, at every Eucharist, we take the chalice of wine and commingle the water with it. And as the priest prays the prayer of consecration over that bread and wine, it becomes the body and blood of Christ. At every Eucharist, we are fed at this table. We are nourished and strengthened to go out and do whatever it is that God is calling us to do in this world. And we are changed every time we receive it. Every time. I love that line in this gospel where the steward who's tasting the wine says, you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus' very blood is the good wine that we savor at every Eucharist. My brothers and sisters, you and I are Christ bearers in this world. At every Eucharist, we drink the wine of hope and eat the eternal bread of life to nourish us to go forth from this Eucharist and change the world. We take that wine of hope, Jesus Christ, out into this world. It's a beautiful thing that happens at every Eucharist. Seven years ago, a little boy had a wondering. He wanted to know how he could help hungry people in his community. And he changed that community by what he did. I don't believe that he did that alone. I believe that God spoke to his heart and caused him to move from wondering to action. My brothers and sisters, I pray that God would do the same thing in you and I in this new year. That he would make us to have that childlike wonder, to look beyond judgment, to look beyond anger, to wonder and to question. And then to move from that wondering 
to that decisive moment where we take action. See a need, make a plan, gather friends, change the world. May God bless you.